Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. Um, This disclaimer is in no way to dilute what I'm going to share, but it is definitely to prepare you. Um, This disclaimer is it's not personal. Don't take it personal. But if you say ouch, then it's probably for you. Um, It's also in this disclaimer, you might not like me when we finish. So that's okay too, right? So let's go right on into today's topic. The title for today's topic is The Object of Greatness. The Object of Greatness. I promise you, when I start talking and sharing with you, it's not going to seem like what the title is, but it'll make sense in the end. The Object of Greatness. Oftentimes, the words faith and belief are used interchangeably. Um, Even the dictionary has them as synonyms. For each other. But today I wanted to challenge us to see and understand that there is a slight difference in these two words, and their differences are very important. They're, the differences are important because of how they function in our lives and how they enable us to function. So their differences lie in where, they, where their responsibilities lie or their control, I like to say. Faith is the function of the heart while belief is the function of the mind. In the fact that they do operate and function in two different areas, in order for them to serve you to your greatness, the object of your faith and the object of your belief must be the same. However, what life and society doesn't tell us oftentimes is that they're going to be opposite objects throughout our life. There will be times when the object of our faith will be one thing and the object of our belief will be something different. But in order for us to truly see greatness, they must share the same object. The object or the aim of your faith must also be the object and the aim of your belief. See, your belief is required to establish the environment for which your thoughts exist. Your thoughts exist in that environment of your mind, and the responsibility of your belief is to capture those thoughts, to bring them into captivity under certain thoughts and idealisms that you have or beliefs. It's to render the thoughts powerless or powerful. While your faith functions in your heart, establishing the condition under which you live, under which your emotions will reside. Your faith is the thing that gives you courage or the lack thereof, but your belief provides the intellect, the knowledge needed to take action on a thing. Our belief and our faith require an object or a thing or information or a person for which it is directed. Without that direction, Your belief and your faith has no power or ability to guide your life. In our human nature without God or our flesh, we ourselves are the object of our faith and our belief. Our human nature believes that God is withholding something from us 
And through the influence of the prince of the air, we pursue or we take action towards obtaining the thing that we believe is being withheld from us. And we are confident or we have faith in our human ability only to possess it. We're basically operating on our own willpower to fulfill our own selfish desires. But in a spirit-filled nature or our nature with God, our object becomes that of Christ, the object of our faith and our belief is Jesus Christ himself. Through the word of God, our belief is influenced, creating an environment where our thoughts are brought into captivity and brought into complete obedience to Christ. And our faith is not limited or flawed. Our faith is the flawless and finished and full work of Jesus Christ. We become confident not in our own abilities, not in any power that we possess, but we take on the power of Christ within us. We are now free to live in fullness of life and liberty, not because of anything that we have, but all because of what Christ has done and who he is. The object of our faith and our belief can be in contradiction with each other, as I said earlier. We can have the object of our faith be Christ, or we can have the object of our belief be Christ and have our faith object to be ourselves. We can have faith in us, have faith in our abilities, have faith in the things that we're able to achieve, our, our, our um, skill sets, right? our knowledge, our information. Our faith can be placed in ourselves while the object of our belief or the knowledge that we have that there is God. We know God. We know God exists. We might even know his word, but that's as far as it goes because we're in charge. Our faith, what we know in our heart is about us and not about God. Paul tells us about this. He says that, that, that there are times when we know certain things and we want to do what's right, but there's this conflict that abides. There are often times that our heart and our faith can be in Christ, right? We can believe beyond any shadow of a doubt by faith, right, in our hearts that Christ saved us, that Christ is good, that he's faithful, that he's merciful, but our belief says it's not for us. We're not worthy. We're not deserving of it, right? We can have the incorrect belief, but our faith, can certainly be placed in Christ. The reason I show you these two differences is because I want you to take today two questions. What is the object of your faith today? And what is the object of your belief today? Checking to ensure that both of these things are in alignment is very important. But also giving yourself grace to know that if you do identify that one of the objects of your faith may not be in Christ, it's okay. After today, you can make it that way. You can make a sound decision because now you have the parameters to know what may be creating certain conflicts or may be creating certain challenges. It's not because of anything that you can or can't do. It's just simply not about you at all. Making sure that you're able to remove yourself from the object of your faith or the object of your belief. Putting both of them in one solid place 
making sure that the object of your belief and the object of your faith is in your Lord and Savior, the only one that is able to create a way for you, enable you, and empower you. Yeah, he uses your body to work through, but he doesn't use your flawed power. He doesn't use your flawed nature. It is of no use to him. Any and everything that you have, any and everything that you've accomplished, any and everything that has made you great, the object of that greatness is Christ himself and Christ alone. So I hope today's wisdom inspires you, encourages you, and totally equips you to go about your day to lead with intention and authenticity, knowing that you're fully capable and fully able to do all, all things, not because of anything that you possess, but because of what possesses you, and that it's the power of Christ that lives in you. You guys have a great and wonderful day. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.